I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Welcome back to the Vulnerability Podcast. I'm your host, Marissa Donnelly, and today I have Jacinta Gandhi with me. Jacinta is passionate about small business. She's a champion of women's entrepreneurship. She's the founder of Social Circle, a boutique branding and web design studio that serves ambitious female entrepreneurs looking to launch and grow a business and life beyond their wildest dreams. Prior to starting Social Circle, Jacinta has spent over a decade developing digital marketing strategies for Fortune 100 brands and some of New York City's leading marketing agencies. So welcome, Jacinta. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you, Marissa. I am so excited to be here with you today. Wonderful. I wanted to start with asking you a little bit about your journey. How did you start and how did you kind of get on this field of empowerment? Because one of the things that I really resonate when I, uh, with, when I look at your brand and your podcast and everything you're doing is just how encouraging you are and how focused you are on self-empowerment. How did you get along this path? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's a very, very long story, but I'm going to make it brief. Um, I think, you know, I've always had a passion for entrepreneurship, like ever since I was a little, little girl, like I didn't even know what entrepreneurship was, <laughs> right? But the moment that I figured out that you could make things of value and sell them to people, like I was all for it. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, just coming from a middle-class traditional family, I was told, you know, just go to college, you know, study something practical, get a good job, right? Mm -hmm. And so I really just followed those instructions, but my heart was never in it. And I always had this desire to start my own business. And you know, I think when a lot of girls are teenagers, they have a journal and they're writing about boys they have crushes on. I was always like dreaming of business ideas, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like that was my thing. But um, I was just so scared to take that leap and to pursue something. And, um, you know, my parents were supportive, but they just didn't get it, right? They didn't come from an entrepreneurial background. And they were really concerned about me being secure financially. Um, so they really, you know, provided, I think, instructions that a lot of us hear um, and encouraged me to take a traditional path. And that was the path that I took. Um, but again, like that desire to, to start my own business, it just never went away. Um, and so, you know, I finally did take the leap um, about three and a half years ago. And it was because I went to a women's entrepreneurship conference and just being in the company of other women who had made that leap made a tremendous difference for me. Um, mm -hmm. And I was kind of walking around very shyly telling people, I have this idea. I want to start a business. I'm not sure. I'm scared. And everyone there was just so encouraging. They were like, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> you know, Obviously, mm -hmm. like, easier said than done. Um, but what I didn't know at the time is that I was going to 
embark on a very personal journey and go through a lot of self-exploration. And that journey was necessary in order for me to launch my business. And so the reason why I'm so passionate about self-empowerment is because, you know, having a successful business, you know, although there's tons of books and courses and things that we can learn from a practical standpoint, a lot of it really stems from within, right? And it stems from our ability to yeah. believe in ourselves and have confidence and have a network of people that can tell us to go for it and not always just glamorize it, right? Also talk about the parts that are really sucky sometimes, right? <laughs> the times that are bad um, and just let people know like, like, it's okay. This is all part of the journey and this is all normal. You know, I love that you said how closely tied our business and our personal journey is because I totally feel that when I launched my business, it was like launching another version of myself in a way, like learning all these new, learning all these new parts of me and all these new goals and like rediscovering who I was as a businesswoman. And you're right. It's such a deeply personal journey. And I think that in itself is such a blessing because you kind of discover who you are because you're finally pursuing your passions as opposed to kind of going the normal path or doing what the world wants you to do. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I feel like that's not something that most of us are taught to do, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think people always say like, I mean, you know, you can be whatever you want when you grow up, right? Well, I think we, as we grow and we evolve, we learn, or at least we have experiences that force us to believe that that's not the case, right? And so when someone says, you know, follow your passion, you know, do the things that you're passionate about, a lot of times that's, that seems very foreign to what we've been doing our whole lives, right? Yeah, and it's always well-meaning people too that try to push, in, push us in the direction of you know, this is safe, this is secure, this will give you a good foundation if you go this traditional path. And it's, it's great advice. Um, it's always, I find that it's always from people who have our best interest in mind. Um, but it's really hard because you, like you said, we're grown up believing that it's so important to be secure and steady. And then being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, is sometimes the exact opposite of that. Sometimes you're just fighting through the mess to like, you know, stay afloat as you build and as you grow and make mistakes and figure yourself out. So it's kind of like a counterintuitive experience, but it's one of the most powerful because you're really learning to align yourself with what matters. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and I feel like, yes, it's true. Like these people are well-meaning, they love you, <laughs> they want to protect you. Um, and I also think like, I also struggled with that, you know, with searching for approval, right? Like I wanted mm -hmm. to make the people in my family and in my circle that loved me, I always wanted their approval. And so I think that was another reason why I was scared to launch my business because I kept going to people who weren't in an entrepreneurial mindset and saying, I want to do this. What do you think? And they're like, well, I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have a great job, right? Like just, you know, mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing. Um, and so I think once I realized like, you know, this isn't about me, I don't need to have these people's approval. You know, like I just have to step out and believe in myself and do it. And like, 
then you find out, of course, they end up, those people end up being your biggest cheerleaders, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That need for approval is so difficult. And I feel like it affects us in so many different places in our lives. Like I, I completely agree with that and struggle with that as well. Even, even now, like having a business, it's like, I'm always struggling with like trying to seek approval and in, in what I'm doing and oh you know from from a podcast to a blog post to even like my personal life my motherhood journey it's like that need for approval or acceptance is so like deep rooted in us as humans so to get past it to kind of move along the path that you're supposed to is really hard <laughs> yeah i completely agree how do you how did you overcome that fear? I know you've, you talked about there was the fear of approval and the fear of, you know, am I doing something that other people think is just crazy? How did you find yourself getting over that fear to actually launch your business? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was just one step at a time. I don't think the fear ever truly went away or goes away, right? Because mm-hmm. as business owners, there's always going to be new hurdles and new challenges, right? And there's always going to be things that push you out of your comfort zone. Um, And so I think that for me, um, I finally, you know, made the decision to launch my business, but I feel like I kind of launched it quietly. (laughs) You know, it's like, yes, I connected that. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I did it, but like, I didn't want anyone to know about it. (laughs) ridiculous it's like here's my little soft launch like here it is but I'm not going to say anything and it's just going to be here until I'm taking like one more little step (laughs) yeah yeah completely and so I spent a lot of time like really just being kind of in that comfortable space and um you know I read a few books and one that stands out a lot is like daring greatly Um, and, you know, in that book, Brene Brown really, really talks about, you know, you know, putting yourself out there and being vulnerable, right? And that's the thing that really makes you stand out. And that's what really kind of attracts people to you and your brand and allows people to have connection with you. And I know, like, we talk a lot now about authenticity and what that means. But I think in the beginning, again, that quest for approval is so great that when you finally do make that transition into, you know, business owner, you're kind of like, well, I'm going to just hide behind this brand, right? (laughs) And I'm not going to talk about me. Like, I'm not going to share my story because honestly, boring, who cares? You know what I mean? Like whatever excuse you're going to come up with. Um, And so you just, you just kind of try to hide behind your business. But you know, in today's day and age, like as hard as it is for us to believe, it's like your brand that just validates like the legitimacy of you, right? Like people actually care about you, the person and your mm-hmm. story and your experience. And a lot of times because we know that story, we're like, eh, that's boring. Nobody cares, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But the more that you put that out there front and center, the more it really allows people to you know, build a deeper connection to you and take things to the next level where they're like, I want to work with you, you know? And Mm -hmm. I would say that like most of my clients, they're not like, 
oh my gosh, I just love your logo. That's why I'm hiring you. And yeah, they probably <laughs> like my logo. You know what I mean? But that's not why they're hiring me. <laughs> that's such a good point. I did a workshop on iFund Women a couple months ago that was actually talking about this and like how you find your creative voice and your authenticity in your brand. And that was one of the things that I like honed in on is we each have our individual story and our individual story is what brings people in. So you you hit it right on the note there. It's like, you as a entity, whether you're a brand or a business or whatever, it's people want the connections. They want to know the face behind the Instagram post. They want to know the real stuff, you know, and that, that, that is what attracts people to want to work with you, to want to use your services or whatever it is. And getting to know the real person is so powerful. Like, you know, even you speaking on this podcast, it's like people getting to know the behind the scenes of how you started and what you're passionate about. And it's just like, yes, you know, I want to, I want to talk to this person. I want to work with them. I want to know what social circle is all about. It's just, it brings in that connection piece. And I think we get caught up sometimes with social media and the, the search for approval and all these other outside things, the fear, the expectations, how do I compare to other people? We get so caught up in that and we forget that like at the core, being vulnerable and talking about the ups, the downs, the in-betweens, the failures, everything is what brings people in. And that connection is really the core of what it means to have a business. Yeah, I completely agree. What has been your most challenging like, obstacle in, in building a business and, and starting your different verticals and, and growing? Yeah. So I would say my most challenging obstacle was becoming more visible in my brand. Um, and, you know, there were, I would say there were two challenges, but I would first say, you know, the becoming visible was really, really hard for me because I kind of, got used to doing the things in my business that I was comfortable with. And that's what I stuck with for a very long time. So um, I'm someone who loves writing. So starting a blog came naturally to me, right? So mm -hmm. that was a place where I can put myself out there, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, in a very analog format, I guess. And I was comfortable with that. And it wasn't until I started working with a coach that she was like, you have to get more visible. Like you have to do video. You have to do podcasting. Like basically like you have to choose another medium beyond blogging if you really want to create that connection with people. And she kind of was just like, so what is it going to be? <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, you need to pick a lane. Like what are you going to do? Um, and the idea of video was just like terrifying to me. I'm like, uh, I cannot do video. Um, and podcasting seemed a little safer because I'm like, okay, it's it's my voice, right? You don't have to see my face. It's just exactly. my face. Exactly. I don't have to do my hair and my makeup and the whole, you know, the whole shebang, all of that. Um, so podcasting seemed a little bit more approachable. Um, but even when I had in my mind, like, yes, I'm going to launch a podcast. I had to deal with like six months of resistance, you know, six months of why in the <laughs> world would I start a podcast? Who's going to care? Like there's millions of podcasts already out there. What am I going to talk about that? No one else is going to talk about like, like everything. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I made up all the excuses as to why it was a bad idea. Um, and, you know, I think 
this kind of ties into what you said was my, my second big, biggest obstacle was that I really just didn't have a strong network at the time. Um, most of my friends were, you know, ex coworkers and coworkers are great. But again, if they don't have the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial mindset, they don't get it. Right. They're like, we're all going to brunch. I'm like, I can't, I'm working on my business. They're like, what does that even mean? Like, like, are you coming out or what? (laughs) So, um, so it was, it was really hard for me. And um, I really had to push myself to go out and to start going to, you know, more networking events, like, you know, back, this is like back in, you know, 2019, when people were still hanging out physically. <laughs> um, so the days, the good old days, the good old days, right, when we went to in person networking events. So I really had to force myself to go to those events. And then not only go to those events, but talk to people, right? It's so easy to just go to an event and then just be like, I'm just going to sit over here next to this like appetizer tray, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I just ended up meeting like this amazing, amazing, amazing woman. And we're so great friends today. And she was actually in the process of starting a networking group for women. Um, and so you know, it was just like a small group that she wanted to start and it was only going to be five women. And she asked me to, you know, to join her and to be a member of it. And it was such a game changer for me because finally I'm like in this small group with other entrepreneurs and people that are in different stages of their business, people that have had different struggles. And so when I'm like, I want to start a podcast. Now I have people that can validate and say, that's actually a good idea. And here's why. But then I also have friends that can kind of rally around me and say, I understand the resistance. I understand the fear, you know, like, like, like here's some, you know, books you can read, like here's some meditations you can do. Here are some things that you can do to get yourself in a place where this doesn't produce anxiety for you. And this is something that Mm -hmm. starts to feel right? Like, like Mm -hmm. something that, that you can do, you know? And, you know, it's one of the things that people don't talk about with being an entrepreneur or being a business owner is that sometimes it's a really lonely journey. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I think that, um, it was incredibly lonely, lonely for me. And I think one reason was because I was just like, I got this. You know what I mean? I just wanted mm-hmm. to do all the things. That's, that's mm-hmm. like, I feel like that can be a whole nother episode. Like oh my gosh, yeah. when you're just like, <laughs> at, you're in solopreneur mode and you like need to do every single thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely struggled with that. Um, but I also think like a lot of it just stemmed from, you know, seeking approval and needing validation and like, you know, actually thinking of myself as an entrepreneur, right? Like, can I even be around other female entrepreneurs? Am I even worthy? You know, like, like, like saying all this stuff now, it sounds like a little crazy to me, you know, but this is, that was where I was at, you know, Mm -hmm. like those were like the thoughts that I had, like, like, you know, these women are so awesome and they're doing amazing things. And it's like, who am I to like be in their circle? Like what, you know, my business is not really real. Like, you know, like all of these things that you think, um, you know, that kind of make you just stop from doing the things that you actually need to do 
that are going to take your business to the next level. Yeah. You know, you talk about like the comparison and feeling like you're not worthy. And I mean, if I'm being totally transparent with you, I feel like I still struggle with that. I'll go on to like somebody's business Instagram and they have like all of these posts and I'm just like scrolling through like, okay, great. I have a lot of work to do. You know, so I still get caught up in that feeling of like, yeah, I'm doing great. And I have all these things and here I am. And then I'll like go look at something else and then feel like I'm far less and get all like insecure about it. It's like, for me, it feels like a constant struggle of like, okay, remember, you know, like stay in your lane. You've got this, you know, work on what you can do. You know, it's like a constant back and forth. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I mean, Instagram is like, you know, the best and the worst thing that ever happened to us, right? (laughs) I mean, to connect, but so painful to see everybody having what seems like a better life than you. (laughs) Absolutely. And I feel like we've all had those moments. It's like, I feel like when I'm on Instagram with a purpose, like I know what I'm there to do. I, I, I'm like, I, I can feel good about it, but I feel like when I kind of sink into that mindless scrolling, you know, and then like mm-hmm. an hour later, I'm like deep in someone else's like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm looking at all these trips they took and places they go and everything's such a photo op. And then it's just like, oh, gee, like my life is kind of, kind of sucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that is, I mean, I think, you know, that's why, you know, social media, I mean, everyone talks about social media and, and mental health because, I think if you don't, if you aren't rounded enough to know that like, that's a small snippet in someone's life, you know, and that doesn't detract from anything that I'm doing. Right. Um, And so I think that um, for some of the people in the younger generation that have just grown up in a social media obsessed culture, sometimes I think that connection is harder for them to make, especially now when we're moving into this a more virtual world, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. whatever comes in my feed, all of a sudden, that's the truth, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously, like, that's, that's not a healthy way. Um, I am happy, though, that, you know, a lot of business people on social media have gotten more real you know, and they kind of like, you know, we'll do like the selfie videos with no makeup. Like this is just the real, Mm -hmm. like I do appreciate that. I feel like that type of authenticity is really refreshing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, I think we all struggle with the photo op syndrome. I mean, I just asked my sister the other day, there's this place in New York that's a lavender farm. And I was trying to convince her to take a ride there with me. And so she's like asking me all these questions about why I want to go. My sister, like she does a lot of organic farming. So she's like, I already have lavender in my garden. I don't need to go to a farm. <laughs> so I'm trying to convince her why she should go. And then she finally goes, you want the photo op, don't you? <laughs> and I'm like, like mm, guilty. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you know? So I think, you know, we're all, we're all guilty of this behavior, right? To a certain extent. Um, but I think, you know, it's helpful for us just to keep things in perspective and remember, like, that's just one small moment of someone's life. And you don't even know the backstory. I feel like sometimes we see things that happen and we're like, oh, wow, like, you know, this person got published in this amazing magazine. How did that happen? But I know you've been published in some, um, you know, major publications and we talked about that during my podcast, but like, 
no one ever knows the backstory, right? People just are like, mm-hmm. oh, Marissa, she went viral. Like, yes. you know, but they don't know, like you've been writing your whole life, right? Yeah, they don't know about all the rejections. They don't know about like all the emails where you're like, no, I'm not going to be published. And you're sitting there with like crumpled paper everywhere. Like, okay, <laughs> you know, nobody right. shows that. <laughs> Maybe we should though. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right. Because, the, and then someone's sitting there like, well, I haven't been published. It's like, well, wait, have you even tried to be published? It's like, no. <laughs> but I would like that to happen. Yeah, that's actually like such a full circle comment because it goes back to the beginning of like how you felt scared to launch. And I, I can relate to that too. I mean, before I launched my business, it was like, yeah, this is something I want to do, but like, mm, not ready. And, not going to be good. You know, you make all these excuses out of the fear and it's kind of like that person sitting there listening, like, Oh, I want to be published. I want to start a business. I want to do this. And it's like, okay, how do you do it though? You have to push against that fear and just go for it. Right. One step at a time. Like, I think you said, um, you know, you took like one step at a time and like that, I feel like we kind of moved past that, but it's so important because starting something if you break it down to the little steps, it's kind of like, okay, where do you start? And then start there. Don't think about like all the thousands of things you have to do in order to launch a business or a podcast or whatever it is. Just think of that first little step and then take one more and one more and one more and you'll get there. Yeah, I completely agree. Because when you think about the totality of it all, that's where the anxiety comes in, right? It's like, well, what if I launch this podcast and no one listens to it? And it's like, well, you're getting way ahead of yourself, right? Because you're not even like, (laughs) you're going to put it out there. And guess what? No one is going to listen to it because they're not going to know that it exists yet. So then you have to, you know, put the first episode out there and then share the episode. (laughs) You know, like it's one little step at a time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So where can people connect with you? You talked about social circle, um, but do you want to share about your podcast as well? So people know, your different, the different places that they can find you, connect with you, engage with you, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. So my website is socialcircleinc.com if you want to check that out. Um, and my podcast is called Hustle with Purpose. Um, and you can find it on all the major podcast networks. Um, and then I'm most active on Instagram, even given my love-hate relationship with it. So you can find me on Instagram at at Jacinta underscore Gandhi. Awesome. And I want to jump back into the hustle with purpose for just a second. I love that you shared how nervous you were to start that because I just, when I found your podcast and was connected with it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a great podcast. What an awesome title. I wish I would have thought of that, you know? So it's so funny how in our own unique journeys, we feel different ways about our own journey, right? Like it, you're like, oh, I don't know. Am I going to, you know, who's, there's so many podcasts out there, but it's like you carve your own like little niche when you, when you start and when you push against that fear. So I love the concept of hustle with purpose. I'm so honored to have an episode with you on there and just for people listening, just connecting with you and learning more about that podcast and that opportunity to share about your passions and your journey. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Marissa. That means a lot coming from you. Yeah. Any last thoughts you want to leave listeners with about, about fear, business owning, life, confidence, starting? (laughs) I would just say, you know, it's, it's all, it's all part of the journey. Um, 
And I know like the expression is like, feel the fear and do it anyway. And I know a lot of times that's like easier said than done, but I feel like the major takeaway from this episode is like, take it one step at a time, you know, like step by step, like you'll get there um, and you'll push past that fear and, and be successful.